0: I'm Noah, and you're listening to Product Journey. So, you may have noticed that Ben has not been around as much. The last, I don't know, probably like last five episodes, Ben hasn't been around. And so, I'm gonna explain kind of um, where the pod's going, what's happening. Um, you know, some of the last podcasts were kind of a little different. They're kind of around Web three stuff, this treasure ecosystem. So probably some of you are like, "What? What was that about? What? What is this? This isn't product journey." Um, so yeah, there there are some things that are changing about the podcasts, um, and I kind of want to talk about that in this podcast episode. Um, and it's just be me by myself, Noah. Um, so the first kind of news is that Ben is not going to continue doing the pod with me. Um, I, I wish I could explain kind of more of the why, but you know, I want to let Ben kind of explain that eventually, hopefully I can have him come on as a guest to kind of share how he's doing and kind of share some updates. Um, but I guess more or less what I can share is that it doesn't make sense for him to kind of keep doing the pod. Um, and, uh. I'm obviously kind of bummed about that because I love you know recording this pod with Ben. Um, he's become a great friend. It was you know it's kind of funny we we met basically by doing this pod. I just I saw what he was doing on Twitter and thought it was awesome, and so I reached out to him randomly, was like, "Hey, I want to start a podcast. Would you want to do it with me?" <laughs> and so we like recorded four kind of guests podcasts or not guests pod just like testing it out podcasts. Um, and then eventually ended up putting those out and you know, we did it. We've been doing it ever since we've done like hundred and twenty-five episodes over two years um, But yeah, so I'm obviously I wish Ben could keep doing the pod with me um, But for you know reasons um, Which hopefully you can come on and share more? Um, he's not going to keep doing the pod um, But yeah, I want to keep doing this podcast because I really do love doing this podcast this has been something that's been great to kind of help fuel me like having these kind of conversations keep me motivated um, talk to interesting people and so that's what I want this to continue to be about Um, for now like it it is kind of going to be myself and probably the plan will be to bring on guests bring on interesting people people that we can hopefully all learn from and have interesting conversations with um, and then, you know, eventually, if I find someone, I, I'd like to have a co host um, because, you know, it's just fun to have a co host. You can chat about interesting things. Um, and I think it's more fun than just having someone by myself. And I'll, I'll try not to do the podcast just by myself. Typically, I'll have someone on. But yeah, it'd be great to have a guest on. And it kind of, you know, makes me think and go back to like what makes a good podcast? And the podcasts that I like are podcasts where it's two people that know each other pretty well, have similar interests, are having interesting conversations. It's just kind of chat and have fun. Like, it's, I think, as a listener, it's fun to kind of feel like you're part of this, like, little friend group or something where um, you kind of get the inside scoop. You get to actually hear what people are saying transparently. It's not like this, like, monologue kind of podcast where people are answering questions and interview back and forth. Like I, 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 like more of a discussion kind of podcast. Um, and so that's where I kind of want to go with this. It's kind of funny. Um, I was listening to the Indie Hackers podcast and they just, um, recently, um, talked about how they're kind of changing up their format for the podcast. Cortland had his twin brother come on and now they're going to be co-host together and just like have interesting conversations. So, like, I think that's a really good kind of uh, kind of podcast. And I, I see other podcasts that are doing that where it's just having interesting discussions with people that kind of know each other. And it, it just makes for better conversation, I think, for people to listen in on. So that's kind of what I'd like to go towards. Um, and then as far as like content, I mean, on here, we've always been talking about bootstrapper businesses, you know, our own products, building those, indie hacker kind of businesses. And that's definitely what I want to keep doing keep doing because that's what I'm interested in. Um, but my interests have changed a tiny bit, and you've maybe noticed this over the last couple of podcasts of what I've been exploring is kind of the Web3 space. And I am building, um, you know, a Web3 uh, kind of business project, City Clash, which is, a, which is a NFT kind of GameFi kind of project. And so I have kind of gone into that world, that crypto world a little bit. And I know that is a little bit different than the Bootstrapper Indie Hacker world. And so maybe some of our, you know, you current listeners aren't as interested in that. And hopefully, hopefully, um, well, first I'll say it's not all going to be about that because I still, you know, I'm running Potion. I'm bootstrapping. I'm doing all those things. So it's not always going to be about that stuff. Um, But at the same time, maybe I can at least... Uh, get you interested in some of this Web3 stuff and, and you learning from it and listening to it. And I think you'll find that it's pretty interesting because there's actually a lot of things where I think it makes sense where crypto can be kind of a, a path for bootstrapping, where your customers are kind of helping to bootstrap your business um, and maybe you raise money through your customers through some kind of NFT or coin or something like that. And it's it's almost like another path that I think can work well. That's not like a venture capital route, and so that's kind of what you know we're trying out with City Clash, um, and I think is really interesting way to make businesses. Where again, I don't think all the crypto businesses have to be like a huge startup. Uh, I mean, I think a lot of them are just because it is kind of like a brand new thing, which means there's a lot of competition, and you probably have to have a lot of money to compete in those spaces. But I think there's lots of opportunities for kind of like an indie hacker kind of crypto business, kind of like a bootstrapped kind of crypto business. And those are some of the things I'm actually kind of looking to. Um, I have some ideas and, and maybe we'll go, maybe I'll actually go that way. And so some of the content will probably be around that. Um, but that being said, it will still be kind of like a bootstrapper business. Um, Cause those are still the businesses that I love that I still don't, you know, I'm still not trying to make like a huge startup kind of success business. Um, so yeah, I'm sure that throughout, you know, my journey, we'll continue to talk about that stuff. Um, and so that would definitely be a part of the podcast. Um, and then just kind of, yeah, different guests talking to other guests, seeing what they're up to, what they're building, um, having interesting conversations around that. So that's, I mean, that's kind of the plan. Obviously that's a little bit gray and I think a little bit of this next kind of, uh, path forward of the product journey podcast will kind of be me exploring a little bit like exploring what kind of content formats i think make sense what kind of podcasts are, are good and just like kind of listening to the feedback and just kind of seeing where things lead um before hopefully finding like a you know a co-host and finding a kind of a a format and a niche that really makes sense for this podcast. And so right now, like I still want to call it Product Journey. And, you know, maybe it would make sense to change that in the future. I don't know. Um, I probably should change the intro music at some point because it, you know, it 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 uh, intros Ben who isn't isn't always going to be here anymore. So I will probably will change that out, switch f- switch that out at some point. But yeah, that's that's just some of my thoughts about where this podcast is going. And so hopefully hopefully you guys want to stick around. I would definitely appreciate that because it's it's fun to chat and chat with you guys, interact with you guys, and hopefully it's beneficial and valuable to you as, you know, I just figure this stuff out and learn along the way. Okay, so that's pretty much the podcast update. I did want to do talk a little bit about Potion on here because I haven't talked about Potion. Um and so if, if you're new potion is my SaaS business that i started about a year and a half ago and it's a, it it is a notion website builder so you take notion which is a, a note taking app and then potions built on top of that and it takes the notion content and it turns it into a website potion hosts it for you you can add your own custom styles and all this stuff and so that's what i've been building for the last year and a half and i've built that up to a bit over 4,000 MRR, um, and it was kind of a side thing for the first year, and then just the beginning of this year, basically I went full time on Potion, um, and then you know I also added City Clash. Like, so wasn't technically really full time on it all the way, um, but it still is my main thing and the main thing that makes me money right now to live on and survive. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to share a little bit about Potion because I haven't been talking as much about it. And kind of the reason that is, which is kind of a weird one that I've been kind of like working through is basically potion isn't growing as much as it used to. It's kind of like plateaued. And I found that it is it's like harder to talk about that on Twitter and other places like I have been trying. I've been trying to be transparent that like it's not going exactly how I I want it to. But there also just isn't as much to share about it because there's not as many like new things. I haven't been building as many features for it because I've been uh, busy with City Clash, and also, frankly, like I wasn't sure. I haven't been sure like what things I should do with Potion that would really move the needle. Um, And so I kind of been struggling there a little bit like most of my work on potion has just been kind of maintaining it um, Fixing bugs whenever like notion changes things updating things on the potion side So everything works great and then like customer support So I haven't been doing as much new stuff and so because of that It just it doesn't doesn't feel like there's as much to talk about um, which I guess is kind of true It's like when you don't have new features. You don't have progress. There's not as much to talk about or share and so that's kind of been interesting to walk through, as you know, I'm I like to share transparently, and I like to like do the whole build in public thing. And so this is kind of the first time that that's been harder for me, which has been kind of an interesting thing to go through. Um, but you know, it's also like me trying to figure out like what to do with Potion next. Um, you know, I think the first year of Potion, for the most part, in some ways, it was, I don't know, kind of easy, like. Like, things just kind of worked. Like, I I was building it. I kind of started on the idea, and people came to it. The marketing just kind of started working naturally. People found it. And, um, yeah, that, like... Kind of just kept going. And, and the thing is, when things are easy, like when, when you get results, I think it's you're more easily motivated. Like I was more motivated to work on Potion because I could see the results of my work. Like I could see, oh, if I add this new feature, um, people like it, and I get more customers, and people keep coming through the door. And so it just made like a lot of sense to keep working on it and doing all that stuff. Where now I'm not as sure. Like it's, hard, it's harder to be motivated when – you know, if I do something and it doesn't actually come to come to the results, like it's been funny, like on my Twitter banner uh, profile, I have this little meter that shows my um, MRR and I've had like as a goal and it shows, you know, zero K to five K MRR. And I had that last bubble was yellow, meaning that you know I haven't achieved it, achieved it yet. It was in progress, and it's been like that for like the last six months. So I've been stuck in this 4k to 5k MRR range for a while, and um, yeah, that doesn't necessarily feel good. And it's also like you know trying to figure out how to move, you know what, how to how to do things. Um, what are the issues? And so I guess I do kind of know what some of the issues and some of it's like, okay, is that something that's worth my time to try to fix? Um, Or yeah, so I guess I can share a little bit more about that. Um, So I guess the the first thing is it's not like a marketing issue. Like, so I have new people coming through the door every day. Um, You know, I have pretty good SEO on Potion. So without really doing anything, new customers find Potion, they sign up, all that, which is amazing. Like that's... Awesome, Um, you know I I feel like a lot of my early businesses that was like the heart like that was like the nut I could never crack of like just getting some users, Um, and that's working like new people are coming through the door. Um, The problem now with Potion is just the churn is high. Um, So pretty much what happens is I'll get you know so many new customers a month but also lose almost the exact same amount of customers every month of, you know, previous customers that are churning out. And so it kind of just ends up being a net even. Um, There's no growth there because of that. And, you know, I've heard with like pro-consumer kind of businesses like Potion, like most of my customers are solo entrepreneurs, people building their own businesses, um, that you know, kind of cons- almost consumerish a little bit, that those kind of SaaS businesses are just going to have higher churn. Like, I think my churn is around like 11%, 10%, something around there. And I've heard that maybe that's just more normal, but that's, that's obviously not good. Like, that's pretty high churn. That means I got to get a lot of new customers in every month to keep things growing. Um, but I think, yeah, so going to where I think the problems are, there's definitely, you know, a couple issues with, potion kind of like some edge cases where if someone wants to use potion in a very specific way it's just it doesn't work great for them maybe or maybe there's like some very edge case like situations in notion where they're setting up certain blocks that it might just not work perfectly in potion and the the hard thing with notion that's one of the hard things about this business is notion you know is a very actually like a very complex tool there's so many things you can do with notion so many different kind of blocks different kind of combinations that it's it is kind of hard for me to stay on top of that and match all of that, um, you know, just as one person with my, you know, little amount of resources and all of that, and so in some ways I I have found that like that does make this kind of a hard business to run as a solo like indie hacker kind of entrepreneur like there's there's a lot going on kind of under the scenes, um, so that that has been kind of a challenge that probably takes more of my time or has in the past than. Um, is great for you know just being able to maintain the business. So that's like one, one thing. Um, so yeah, because of that, there's probably some pieces that just aren't perfect for everybody, and so those people probably end up churning. Um, let's see, the other thing is, I have some pretty good competitors. Um, you may know of probably my main competitor. They're pretty big. They have, I think, a team of like 10 people or so from what I hear now, and they're definitely, um, yeah, they're doing a good job. And so it is hard to compete against a business like that, that has more resources than me, um, you know, probably can move faster. And so I think, you know, part of it is that um, just those competitors, I've had a couple competitors come up on the scenes, even a couple that I know, (laughs) pretty much I know that they kind of started competing just because they were following along my journey. And watching the build in public stuff and they're like oh yeah this is a great idea I should go do that too so I I have a new a couple new competitors I know because of that uh, which I'm not too worried about but you know it just it makes there just be more people to compete with so there's that Um, you know I actually had kind of like an exit survey where people when, when they cancel on potion it would ask them questions of like why they're canceling while they're leaving and so I got a good amount of information from that I think um a You know, there was a percentage there of people that said, like, they went to the competitor. There was a percentage that said they had some technical issues. Um, And then I think the highest one was, like, other. And so then it's kind of hard to exactly know what they mean there. Um, But then they could fill out, like, a field of kind of the why, like, write out a sentence of why they're canceling. And, I, you know, I've read through all those, went through all that data. And there really was a pretty wide variety of reasons people would leave probably a lot of them just coming down to you know maybe they needed more than what potion could offer um which would make sense like you know potion is backed on top of notion um and so if someone really needs something more custom then it could make you know maybe more sense especially if they know how to code to just kind of build something themselves and so there's some people that go for those reasons um but yeah it kind of comes down to that like to really keep everybody inside of potion, like I'd probably just have to build a ton more. Like there, there's probably just a lot of things I could build, but then on top of that, it's like how do you do that without making a product that's really complex and just confusing and not really fun to use? Um, and so I, I guess in some ways, me just talking to myself, thinking through this, like maybe in some ways I need to like find a better niche, like find my spot that like really makes sense so then my churn in that niche is not high and is really good. So, yeah, there's basically there's some things and just unknowns that I have there where it's kind of like the first wall I've kind of hit up against. Um, where before things were just kind of growing, just kind of working, and now I've kind of hit this wall. Hit this wall where it's like, hmm, what do I do now to really move the business forward um, and kind of push the needle? Um, and so yeah, that's kind of what I'm up against. And then kind of going back to my motivation with that is like, man, this is like gonna take some time to really figure this out you know, do I want to spend that time? Um, and so that is that is kind of an interesting question too because I think there's kind of two ways to look at things um, that I've seen people talk about, you know, other entrepreneurs talk about is like basically if you ever hit walls, like you just need to push through them. You need to just, just get over them, figure things out, and just move forward. Or I've kind of heard some other side where it's like maybe if – if something is so hard, then maybe it's not the right thing um, with your business. Like, and I don't know, like I I have to you know, find like the right balance between those two sides. Um, I can see, I can see the kind of truth in both of them. Like you don't, you probably don't really want to run a business if you're just going to be hitting your head against the wall all the time to try to make it work. Like hopefully like if a business is really solving the right problem, it should be in some ways easy, like, like like I've heard of businesses where they're executed really poorly, like they maybe have terrible UI and, and don't look great at all and all that stuff, but people keep using them because it solves their problem. And that's like what really matters. And so if you run up against walls where, you know, maybe it's just not working, you know, maybe you're not solving the, the right problem or things like that. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of like just thinking to myself here too. Like I don't have it all figured out. Um... So yeah, I've also thought of like, okay, maybe now is a good time to sell Potion and move on to something else. And you know, I have kind of got a little distracted, like I've got really interested with this Web 3.0 stuff, learned a lot about that, kind of done this little City Clash side project, um, which kind of grew in scope. Um, and I have a lot of ideas of things I could do over in those areas. And so that does make me think of like, hmm, maybe maybe now's a good time to exit on Potion. Um, So there's that kind of option that I've looked into a little bit or the other kind of option I thought of is, you know, maybe um, it makes sense to really just hold on to potion, kind of keep it working, maintaining it, Maybe, maybe do some things that will kind of automate more of it to just make it not take as much of my time and then kind of trans uh move, transition from it a little bit where it's not my main focus anymore but it's just a nice like revenue generating business and I can do some things on every once in a while to try to move it forward but it's not taking my whole focus like that's another thing I've learned is that when you make a change like adding a new feature or getting you know changing some articles to get better SEO or changing your pricing like to actually see the results to those things like, um, return and a lot, you know, more MRR and growth, like it can take multiple months for you to see kind of the fruition of those changes. And so, you know, just making some tweaks and then just kind of maintaining for a couple months, just then kind of looking back and seeing on what's worked, what's not, I think could maybe help to then slowly get through some of these issues that I might be seeing and hopefully get over those um, instead of just spending my whole time 100% on it so that's kind of another option which I think I'm maybe leaning the most towards right now Um, because I'm also looking at like maybe I should pick up like a part-time job um, to learn some more things in another area Um, but then you know still do my entrepreneurial stuff on the side Um, and and kind of my thinking there is just it would give more peace of mind like just having a part-time job that's like okay I'm gonna obviously have uh, income you know, with potions income, it's kind of like right at the level of our expenses, um, which is great, but it, it does feel not as awesome feeling like I can't, you know, prepare more for the future um, and things like that. And so that's why I'm, I'm maybe kind of thinking that way, just to feel like I have a little bit of extra room, extra margin um, to be able to kind of continue um, moving forward with with just other things. And I don't know. So yeah, this is just kind of me rambling, I guess, thinking through it. But uh, if you have any thoughts for me, definitely reach out at Noah W. Bragg on Twitter. You can always DM me or um, just mention me um, if you have some thoughts about some of these things I'm talking about, or if you have ideas for me, I'm I'm glad to listen. Um, but yeah, this was pretty much all i wanted to say for this podcast um so hopefully this hopefully this was um, interesting in some way and maybe you learned something and uh yeah we'll do another one of these here soon the plan is to try to do these weekly like we used to um, and kind of keep this thing going um, because it's fun to do so i hope you enjoy it and talk to you another one